Hi guys, you're listening to S&S Sex Insanity and I'm your host Amishika. Sex Insanity is hosted on the Gold Coast Report Podcast Network along with several other podcasts. Find the Gold Coast Report online at www.listentogcr.com to listen to every other podcast on the platform. You can listen to Sex Insanity on there. If you've had trouble listening to Sex Insanity on Apple Podcasts because of some technical issues you can't listen to sex and sanity on listen to gcr.com so guys um today i'm excited um i'm here with araba hello araba hi guys aren't you always excited yeah but today i'm extra excited because ah, of our guest cheers. guys i guess is a sex coach she's <laughs> that's what's making me excited because i am like a sex coach and a clinical sexologist in training i'm so training for it but she's a i really wanted to end with talk your shits but yeah keep going yo. <laughs> but she's like a practicing sex coach hello hi how are you i'm fine thank you how are you too? i'm good i'm glad to be here thank you for having me what do they call you my name is lindy uh, most people know me as lindy r okay what's the r for by the way my surname that's oh, a I don't know, but I kind of feel like she thought it would be, that R would be something else. Like maybe um, something rabbit. sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe rabbit. like a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry to disappoint you. I love rabbit vibrators though. Please. I don't like vibrators at all. Why? I don't believe in toys. Why? <sighs> because I need an actual body to feed off the energy from if i use a toy i know it's just me and my hand and the toy do you must have i don't okay, okay. so that's that's that makes it coming <laughs> i mean unless it's for camera unless it's for camera <laughs> yeah guys i forgot to mention she's um she's on only fun yes i am yes yeah, so yeah. i'm sure our guests would want to listen uh, to see your only fans after so you can just plug it in after that Okay, cool. Yeah, so she's on OnlyFans. She has an amazing body. So I'm sure (laughs) you guys will be interested to like see her content. (laughs) Wait, how much are you? How rich are you from from OnlyFans? I've been seeing it on the TL. Like people say, people will show like a key to a house. Like they got that from. So, um, like we discussed prior to this Mm -hmm. actual podcast starting. Um, sex coaching doesn't really bring in the bacon. So my only fans, I guess, would be where I make most of my money. Okay. Um, it, it is, it is quite a significant amount of money. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't have a house yet because I'm taking that money and investing it back into my business, which is okay. my coaching okay. and helping people. Okay. So that's where the money goes. That's good to know. Guys, if you're looking for motivation to start, this is it. This is it. This yeah, is no, it. definitely. <laughs> definitely. This is it. If you have a beautiful body, don't Oh, I can direct it. your photos too. So let me be your director. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd help you Just get go for there. both men and women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody oh, Are you sure both men and women? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot. Like that. She likes <laughs> to watch. She has a. So you're a voyeur. Yeah, she's a voyeur. So am I. It oh, turns both me, of yeah. you. High five. That's your girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would have been perfect if one of you was an exhibitionist and then one was Are a you player. not? So you can be that. I, I don't look know. It's it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so perfect. <laughs> anyway, so guys, um, on this, just like every other episode, we have three segments. The first segment is uh, basically devoted to our listeners. I have a question from one listener today, but before I read it out, this segment is brought to you by Ask the Weekends. So, as the week and the week for both men and women, it's not just for men. Um, it delays ejaculation in men. It prevents vaginal dryness. It keeps the woman wet throughout sex, and it doesn't cause itches or discomfort or predispose you to um, yeast infections. So, if you've hated lubes or you're looking for lubricants, you should get one. I mean, everyone should own a lubricant. So, get one. So I was having a one-woman show um, like sometime within the week. Mm-hmm. And then I said, oh, let me try this girl's thing she gave me. And oh my God, guys. Yeah, the lubricant is fire. Why didn't you use it during sex? You've definitely had sex. I used it for a one-woman show. That's sex too. Yeah, it's 
sex, but oh, sorry, guys, it's still sex. I'm so sorry. Thank you. That's solo sex. Why didn't you use a joint partner in sex? I wanted to know the guy's experience too. I'm not having sex. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, here's the question from a listener. I touched myself recently and it felt good. And I think I have done it three times already. It's indeed self-pleasuring. And I always feel guilty about it. I feel it will cause problems if I can, if I go into a relationship. I'd like to see your opinion on this. She she tried masturbating. She loved it. Mm-hmm. But she, it came with a guilt feeling. Mm-hmm. And she's worried about it causing problems for her when she enters a relationship. That's our question for today. Do you want to say something? You're a sex coach. I want to see what you think. Okay, so... A lot of people do experience post-masturbation shame. Mm-hmm. I was actually speaking to an Uber driver about it yesterday. And <laughs> he was just like, why do I feel guilty afterwards? And there's different factors that could potentially lead you to feeling that way. But it's mostly just the societal standards and mm-hmm. how you've been raised. And okay. a lot of people think that having sex with yourself um, is from the devil, you know, especially from a religious point of view. Mm-hmm. But if you are watching porn whilst you are pleasuring yourself, a lot of the guilt and shame comes from what you're actually ingesting in terms of what you're watching. Okay. So people who have fetishes or who have weird fantasies, um, let me actually rephrase that, have different kinds of fantasies because no fantasy is actually weird Weird. unless it's harming the next person. But... If you have particular fantasies and fetishes that one would generally deem as abnormal, then that could contribute to you feeling um, shame or guilt afterwards. So it's there's nothing wrong with that feeling. It is just something that you have to kind of reassure yourself with every time you do it. What is, and I always say, ask yourself questions. How am I harming this person or the next person? Am I harming myself? What do I feel in the moment? Why do I feel this afterwards? And if you do a lot of introspection um, and a lot of like actual looking into yourself and trying to um, figure out where the, the foundation of this guilt comes from, then you'll realize that it's not of your own. It's mostly probably what other people around you have told you, what you've um, learned growing up, etc. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's something that can be um, fixed. When it comes to relationships, masturbation um, is actually good. It's healthy. Uh, It actually helps you know your body. It helps you know your pleasure and exactly how to get you to certain points, which can contribute towards um, enticing or heightening the pleasure with your partner, provided obviously there's communication and you are guiding them to getting you to a certain point of climax as you would yourself. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people tend to think that if you're masturbating, that you're not going to want to um, experience sex with your partner, but it's actually on the contrary. Like you actually enjoy it more because you know your body so well. We, I think we've said it a number of times on the podcast. Way too many times. When I hear these questions, I'm always confused. Like, do you listen? Listen, nah, I think everybody, because it's quite different from maybe another question we might have right. answered. So, also, I feel like I'm, I'm a big advocate for um, masturbation, for women especially, because mm-hmm. most women don't masturbate mm-hmm. and most women don't come from sex. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like it's what's, like, keeping them from... But you know mo- why most women don't masturbate is because pleasure is not something that women have been afforded in the past exactly we're not supposed to be pleasured we're here to procreate so the moment you start thinking about pleasure then you it are wayward or yes feeling. and that's yes. where the guilt comes in well uh everybody it, it's not just men who are entitled to sexual pleasure women can get pleasure from sex too that's what we have they a clit. should and that's why we have the clit like it's the most sensitive organ on our body like why would it be there if it's if we are not supposed to get pleasure, I mean, so um, with your guilt feelings, I think it's it's basically what Lindy just said. It mm-hmm. has to do with your societal like expectations, um, what you learn from school. Because I remember in primary school, um, I learned the masturbation. They created masturbation to bestiality. Mm-hmm. 
they're like wrong. Yeah. I remember there was yeah. a list. Masturbation was part of it. Bestiality really? was part of it. I never saw that. I, I remember. I remember <laughs> it was part of it. So that that I was like that. So that could be a that could make you feel guilty because like it's wrong. Apparently it's wrong. But then this think of it in a different way. This is think of it as so um uh, something you do to get to know your body. It's like self exploration. You're definitely mm-hmm. gonna have sex in the future, uh, in the near future, because you said. You talked about relationships. So meaning you have um, plans of getting in relationships and having sex. So um, masturbation helps you get to know your body. It helps you know um, what stimulation technique works for mm-hmm. you on your plate, your fingering. You get to know your um, your pleasure, your emotional zone. So when you get to know that and you're with a man, it helps you establish an orgasm response in your body. Because... Um, Getting an orgasm basically, getting around basically had to do with blood flow into your clit, where men blood flow into your penis. So once your your clit is used to that constant blood flow, it's easier for you to um, get pleasure during sex. And you can you 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 are more confident because you're like you know what works for you. Mm-hmm. So when you're having sex with a partner and they are not getting it, you can just tell them yeah do this because I mean I've done it before and it works for me. That's how I get pleasure. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Um, do you guys think that the power of the orgasm lies with the receiver or the giver? It depends. It depends. It depends. Because I could stop myself from getting an orgasm for women. Because if you're like inside your head, mm-hmm. instead of letting go, that can stop you from getting an orgasm. So I can't say it's, I can't give it to. What do you think? I personally think it's the receiver. You think it's the receiver? Mm-hmm. I can be like both. I feel like it's both. Both play a part. Both play a part. If you explain it better, maybe I'll get it. But I think it's mostly the receiver because then no matter what somebody is doing to you, it's up to you to open up and then like Mm -hmm. exactly get to that point. If the person is not getting it right, right. you won't get it. No, somebody might actually be doing it right, like doing everything they're Mm -hmm. supposed to do. But then you're all up in your head, like you said. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then you're not able to get there. That's one part, right? But what if the person is not getting it right? So it's both. But if the person's Party. not getting it right, then it's still your responsibility to, to guide them. them. Yes. Because That's... your right is somebody else's wrong. Exactly. So it's definitely, for me, I would say the receiver's responsibility mm-hmm. because you know what's going to pleasure you. Not everyone knows how to pleasure the next person unless you teach them. Yeah, and it's your body. I mean, they're not 100%. living inside your body. So <laughs> so with your guilt feeling, right, I, mean, I think you should just look at masturbation in a different um we mm-hmm. forget what you lens growing mm-hmm. up just look at your sexual being your clit is there for a reason sex is supposed to give us pleasure we only ovulate like um ovulation lasts like 24 it's like 12 hours it's just a number of hours really 12 to 24 hours isn't it over a certain period of days it's a period but you ovulate on one day it's just one day mm-hmm. that you the egg is the egg is really one day. Day. it's just one yeah. day so the days leading to that can be classified as unsafe for sex because when semen stays in your body for a while, 72 hours. So, yeah, that, so the days before and the days after, that's why like we usually have like six to how many days to um, stay away from unprotected yes. sex. Yes. So think about it. If just uh, those number of days are like the days you might get pregnant when you have raw sex, how about the other days in a month? We get horny. So what happens? So, I mean, sex is for pleasure, like mostly the big part of it. Procreation is just the added benefit of it. If you want to have a baby, then you have a baby. But (laughs) if you don't want to have a baby, have sex for pleasure. So think about masturbation as a way to get to know yourself so that you can get more from partnered Mm -hmm. sex. So, yeah, that's it. We're going to move on to the main segment, why you are here. So guys, um, this main segment is brought to you by Very Fee Health. Very Fee Health is um, an e-health organization that basically um, provides sexual health services. They provide testing for sexually active people, couples. They have packages for couples, for men, for women. They have packages for when you're about to get married, premarital testing. Like they have lots of packages and their prices are affordable. They are also very flexible. They can come to you at home to test you 
or you can go to any of their centers close to you i love one of their centers because you wouldn't know that it's a place you go um to test for sdi it's just like a house you walk into so um you can check them out visit www.verifyhealth.com to um find out more about what they do or book an appointment the very fee is v-e-r-i-f-i-e then health h-e-a-l-t-h you can find the website in the in the um, show notes of this episode if you're trying to book an appointment or if you need um, more information you can just let me know on twitter or um, instagram or just send me an email amishkatgmail.com all right so guys on today's episode we're gonna talk about the right way to have sex and uh, we have um, our sex coach guest (laughs) lindy uh, will tell us you have something to say about garments right yeah so please tell me about it you want okay. to um, So this is not, not necessarily talking from experience because I don't think I've had enough sex in Ghana to actually <laughs> give a sound, um, mm-hmm. a sound opinion. But mm-hmm. most men that I do speak to always, like when they find out what I do, they just keep saying, please teach Ghanaian women how to have sex. And my thing is... What is it exactly that you deem as the right way to have sex? And that's different for different people. It looks different for different people. I know there was one guy that I um, was getting intimate with. And I am big on foreplay. Like, if you don't finger me and at least want to go down on me, then chances are I'm probably not going to really enjoy the actual sex itself. Um, And he's just like, I don't do that. He's like, he I said don't, that. Yeah, he said, <laughs> I don't do foreplay. And I said, what do you mean? Like, he said, I, I do the sex. I know, how, <laughs> I know how to do the sex. He and knows how to do it without the foreplay. And, <laughs> you know, obviously, I don't, I don't deal with selfish niggas either. So, um, anyway, fast forward to eventually when we did finally have sex. Um, and he kept trying to take the condom off because I was just not really enjoying it there was no lube um you didn't go down on me you didn't like get me to a point of actually just dripping ready for you but I was drying up because I wasn't really enjoying it and he kept trying to take the condom off but he actually finished in maybe 2.5 seconds like I I don't even think I had time to count that's how quick it was and (laughs) he literally just required a few strokes and it was very um, but it was uncomfortable for you. Yeah. Um, and it was very systematic, like, you know, almost like robotic, like do this. Yeah. Like thrust a bit. And then he was done. And I thought, okay, there's men telling me that I need to teach women how to have sex, but clearly the men that need this, <laughs> that need this too. But you have to start thinking about the fact that people watch porn and have a certain, you know, um, view of how sex is supposed to be and when you have sex and it's not like that then you think it's being done wrong Mm -hmm. um but everyone likes different kinds of sex and again that's why masturbation is important because you know different type of stroke techniques and things that are going to get you or different parts of your vagina itself that's going to get you to climax but even for men you know you need to know if your stroke game is slower or what kind of grip you like um, and the pace at which you go at. But that's part of what makes sex good, the strokes. But it's also the giggles in between, the communication, Mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the foreplay. And I think that people need to now start thinking about what the, what they're looking for in sex. Are you just trying to bust a nut? Are you trying to feel good about yourself? Um, Do you feel sexy in the moment? Um, Do you feel confident? Um, And once you've established what your goal is, once you've established what your pleasure goal is, you'll be able to start deciphering what steps you need to do to get there. And that will make your sex the good sex. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes so much sense. They told you to teach Ghanaian women how to have sex. I think there's a thing that they say about Ghanaian women. They say that Ghanaian women are not open enough. Mm Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting. Well, somebody recently DM'd me. He said he listens to the podcast a lot and like he's been learning from it. But the kind of girls he meets are the Ghanaian church girls and they don't rule like that. Mm-hmm. So like it's really hard for them because they don't know how to meet the kind of girls 
like who come into the studio to talk about sex on the podcast so i think i get where that person was coming from but most of them the men too like i mean i think it's both ghana here like i think it's it's both i can't say for everybody but then for some specific group of people it's just the men and the women they don't really understand sex well enough they don't know um what they need to do to have a good time which is fair because where do you learn about sex they're not teaching you pleasure in school. They don't. And if you're only learning that from porn, then you have a very warped <laughs> sense of how sex should be. So it, it makes sense that we don't know. You know, yeah, it makes it sense does. that both men and women, and it's not only in Ghana, even in South Africa, even in other parts of Africa, it's because we're not taught this in school. Um, and from a religious point of view, my, my mom has, um, she has a ministry where she actually encourages women to have sex and to, you know, um, from a religious point of view, so that there's no shame attached. And I think that's where the conversation needs to start. If people who are still in church, still within the confines of a relationship or a marriage, if they are being spoken to about pleasure, then that shame and um, that whole, like, view of I want to be a good girl will kind of disappear and will open up to the opportunity of people experimenting more but it's a conversation that needs to be had margot Rosita, a participant on the ethical fashion initiatives accelerator program for african designers comes on the podcast to talk about her ethically produced jewelry brand art healing and opportunities in burundi I think it begins with my lifestyle. I am an artist at heart. I prefer to be described as an artist as opposed to a designer because I like to dabble in all kinds of art and craftsmanship. But it's very, very important to me. I think the way we express art as humans is a very innate and personable act. And it's actually a way of us sharing you know, who we are deeply as individuals with the world and with whoever we choose to share with. Hi everyone, this is Maya from the Free Your Mind podcast. Join me and Como every other Wednesday as we share our unfiltered opinions on the latest trending news, let loose on controversial topics and have guests on to tell it like it is. Come make we free one of minds. Search and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player or directly listen to all our episodes on listen to gcr.com. Well, I think one thing about one thing that we get wrong with sex is um, so many people think of sex as a performance. Mm-hmm. You're trying to show that mm-hmm. you are a man. You can <laughs> give like it's so many in the heads of so many people. You know about the lubricants. Mm-hmm. It's for both men and women. Mm-hmm. But then a couple of times, like today, somebody DM'd me and was like, um, he can't let his partner know. That he's using the lubricant. He can't. He can't because it delays ejaculation when you oh, wait. And one guy said that you can't let your woman know that you've had backup during sex. So in his head, it's like a performance. You have to win at it. Mm. Your partner does. Mm. <laughs> that's serious i mean like you have to win so they come yeah, into so it it's like, it'll be surprising how many men think this way yeah, women lots of too, like lots of people way. i think that's what we get everybody's on. trying to get that upper hand i did better at mm-hmm. it than he did mm-hmm. i'm better at it than he is but then that's not the conversation we are trying to yeah. have but then people don't want to look at us like that a lot of the times it's about um okay so I got this girl i'm trying to show her that yeah i'm good at exactly. this exactly so that's like i have to win in my past relationship, I made this girl do this and this mm-hmm. girl do that. So this next girl has to go through the same process, forgetting that we are two different people and no two women are ever the same. Yeah, and no, no two men are ever the same. True. I think also with women, we have to also kind of take responsibility for our own pleasure as well. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's very important. Just laying there like a Nando's chicken is not going to cut it anymore. Like <laughs> you you need to put in the effort as well. Yeah. And I always tell people that you think that sex is just you receiving or getting something out of it, but it's actually work. You should be exercising, you should be hydrating, you should be feeling good about your body because 
when you perform in inverted commas, you'll feel better and you'll be able to perform better. But I think that you shouldn't look at sex as a performance. Like if you look at it that way, it's like that's you're starting it wrongly. Mm. It it should be like I mean, because when you look at it as a performance, you're not having. You don't look. It doesn't feel like you're having sex with a human being. You're just using your as uh, assumptions about how sex should go, and then like you you've read that you've read that you're supposed to um, what what's the name? Give head this way. You're supposed to finger this way. So you're just like. Thinking, remembering what you've read mm-hmm. or what you've been told and you're doing that. Uh, forgetting that that's a human being in front of you. That's a human being that might be different. Whatever you read might work for another person, but mm-hmm. not her. Mm-hmm. So instead of approaching her as somebody you are having sex with, somebody you are sharing a moment with, sharing where life. like you are trying to get to know what works for her, communicating with her, learning what actually... Um, what she has done, what she's used to, what, like what she knows about her body. Instead of doing that, we we just want to just like, then after we just go away and say, oh yeah, I made her come. She had a good time. And then you're happy. <laughs> oh, the worst, the worst. So, yeah, that's, that's like really bad. So if you think of sex that way, I mean, that's wrong. Some people don't realize that they are thinking of sex as a performance. That's the issue. Think of it as something you're doing. Like your your focus should be on getting pleasure and giving pleasure. Think about it. The techniques is fine. It's fine to learn how to go about things. Mm. But when you get in the bedroom, communicate with your partner. Do it with him. Do it with him. Talk. What works for you? Even before you get yeah, into the bedroom. Before you get into the bedroom, you can set boundaries. Yeah. Personal boundaries are very, very important. You can I usually like thing though to to go up how to go about setting personal boundaries is best when you um you're starting your relationship on your few dates you 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 can have a paper a a sheet of paper make a list of all the sexual acts you know it should include the things that you said you never do let it include kissing fingering everything make a list of it and then sit with your partner and find out which ones they enjoy which one they are not sure about that you have to now explore with them to see if it works for them. Which ones they've tried that they never want to try again. Because if you try it with them, it could be a turn off. A trigger. Yes. A, yeah. That's that's very important. And which ones, like, they might want to try sometime in the near future, but not with you. Or maybe they want to be comfortable uh, with you enough before trying it. Like, it's very important to have that conversation in the beginning of a relationship. If you didn't have it in the beginning of the relationship and you are like, maybe it's been years, you can still have it now. I mean, it's not too late to set boundaries. It's it's an ongoing thing. I like that. After after a few months, after a month, you can revisit the boundaries yes, you set. Always because, review. Yeah, because maybe there was something that I said I liked before that all of a sudden I no longer like mm-hmm. Um, because uh, you know how women are, even with men, because even with me, when I'm masturbating, sometimes there are some stimulation techniques that work for me, but then after a while, I masturbate and use that, and yeah. it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So I know how to find a different stimulation mm-hmm. technique that works for me. So it's just how our bodies are. It changes, like, the way we respond I think respond that's also to... kind of why I don't like masturbation. I know exactly how to get myself mm-hmm. to that point, but I don't want to have to keep switching it up. Like okay. I don't. Like, <laughs> it feels like a lot of work sometimes. It is. It, it feels is. Like Pleasuring yourself sometimes. and knowing yourself is a lot of work. It's yeah. an ongoing process. But I like that idea of having a list and yeah. revisiting it and reviewing it because you're allowed to change your mind. Exactly. You're allowed to add things and take things off mm-hmm. the list. And there's no shame in changing your mind. I think that's yeah. also one thing that we need to um, kind of get out of people's heads is that if you didn't want something at first and now you do and vice versa it's okay yeah you don't have to feel guilty don't about be obliged it. yeah yes, don't. yeah that's 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 you so um i i think um with the performance bit outside the next thing that's important is communication during sex before sex after mm-hmm. sex i mean it's very very important we talk about it a lot but actually we don't do it communicate like some people there's a thing with women you know sometimes like maybe when during foreplay and um, some men once you're wet they assume that you're ready for penetration mm-hmm. so they just penetrate mm-hmm. fast 
some women don't like you. I mean, I would want foreplay to last so long. It should last long. Like, I really want us to have this conversation because people assume that foreplay is just to prepare the woman for penetration. Mm. But it shouldn't be so. Foreplay should be like a sexual act on its own. It's still sex. Yeah. It doesn't always need to lead to penetration. 100%. There I mean, was a guy who, okay, a couple who came into my DMs and they were saying um, that the husband has premature ejaculation. Okay. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like how do I deal with this? And I spoke to my dad about it. And my dad said, the longer you invest in foreplay, the the more you the more work you've already done when it yes. comes to her pleasure. That's half the work done. That gets it out of the way because then the moment you um, penetrate, you've already done all you needed to do mm-hmm. to get her to that point of climax. And this is just the the last bit, the cherry on top of the cake. And she's probably already pleasured at yes, that point exactly. anyway. So him coming in a short period of time won't feel like it's short yes. because she would have been pleasured for a longer period of time. But I, like, you know, in terms of communication, it's not always easy. And I think that's why people shy away from it because yeah. tough conversations the conversations that need to be had are the ones, like you said, that we don't have. But there was a guy that I was having sex with. That I was very, very impressed. Um, I'm still having sex with him, I guess. And he constantly throughout, he's like, are you okay? Do you like that? Should I go faster? Should I go slower? And I'm like, sometimes I want to say, nigga. I get you though. I get you though. Because if you're doing, if you're doing something good or if you're, if I'm enjoying it and my body's. I totally understand. It works for you. I really wouldn't want to have you five minutes into sex. Every five minutes asking me if I'm okay. No. Please don't. I feel like we are are different. So it works for you, but it doesn't mean it works. But you know why it works for me? Because it means you're considerate of what I'm experiencing. So it's not every five minutes, but even in the process, I think people also need to understand that body language is still communication. Yeah. So if I am arching my back more to let you in, if I'm like holding onto the sheets, if I'm like screaming into the pillow, those are all indications that it's good. But there's you know? a thing that's very tricky because some people when they are in pain might do that. Yeah, but that's where you have to speak. If you're in pain, you have to use your words. But there's a thing, right? There's some, so many women don't speak up during sex when they're uncomfortable or in pain because they feel like it will ruin the mood. Because a friend of mine once told me that the guy was giving her hair. She wasn't enjoying it. And she could see that he was having a good time. Because, like, he was the kind of person that loves to eat her, like, pussy. So, it was like, she didn't want to have to, like, that hurt his to me. ego, that like, or ruin the mood. Or, like, it was just a lot. They feel like, you let me wait. When he's done, I can tell him later. They keep saying that to themselves and they never, never say, say it. it. It, it, it's hard like so there was a guy who i actually dated mm-hmm. and he used to lick me like a cat is drinking like milk like you know like little little tongue movements and i'm not a clit stimulation type person mm-hmm. i am a penetration girl all the way you always come from penetration yeah. i i do <laughs> need <laughs> I come from penetration like once a long time so for me clitoral i love to be filled I think okay. my, my G-spot gets, if it's hit in the right way, you're good to go. Um, the clit stimulation, it just feels like you're DJing and like there's a whole bunch <laughs> of like, there's 8,000 nerve endings in that one spot. And I'm just like, why do I constantly feel like I'm about to reach something, but I'm not? I don't okay. like clit stimulation. Okay. I prefer a, a journey as opposed to the destination. And clit stimulation is just constantly it's like much. almost getting me there. And I can't, it's just, it's not my thing. I, think- I mean simultaneous clit stimulation and penetration that's the best orgasm you'll For ever you. get okay. yeah but i can orgasm without clit stimulation wow you yeah. are like one of the like i think hundred thousands because so many women don't come from penetration do you come from penetration mm-hmm. How often do you come from it's penetration? Not as often, but mm. it's not as low as yours either. Yes, because you said yours is very, wow. very rare. And when I get it, like it really. Remember the last me. time I was telling you I could actually like squirt it from that from penetration. Yeah. Mine is clip. I've, I've squirted from that fingering, 
by the last time I came for penetration, he was just inside me at a point, like still for a point, uh, for a while. Yes, and stay I came, still, don't move. It's a thing stay to still, still, don't, don't move. move. <laughs> that was that should be a show on its own. Like. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, because he wasn't doing anything. He yeah. was just inside me. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. But for most women. We need clitoral stimulation. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's masturbation works for a lot of women. Yeah. That's and that's it. why toys are a thing. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. toys. I mean, I feel like because like for women, for lots of women, um, penetration doesn't do much. That is why foreplay is very important. Mm-hmm. You don't just do foreplay before penetration. Foreplay should be the main session. Mm-hmm. I'm here to see that like sex, penetrative sex shouldn't be the main session. Foreplay should be that main session because it is what gets most women off. You can you can do foreplay without going inside yeah. of a child. But with your in ad, like now that you're talking about it, it seems that talking about this is mostly for the women. The conversation we are having is mostly for the women. But have it's we thought about them- how the men also like you know? Gets prepped up for the sex as well because we are talking about how women. But that's need still foreplay. This. It's still foreplay. Right. Foreplay works for men too. That's the thing. The the see penetrative sex as the the idea the real way. But somebody has told me that he prefers blowjobs to mm-hmm. penetrative sex. Like ah. he would choose blowjobs because the pleasure he gets from me. Somebody once that's told me that. He told me that. because, But others, some people will tell you they don't come from blue jobs. Yeah. yeah. But others, I mean, they're different. 90% Everybody's... of Ghanaian men will tell you they never come from blue Please, 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 please. Some of them, when you're stuck, they'll just say, stop. Don't, I don't want to come now. Then, like, oh, you that good, huh? No. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But I've had an experience like, he's like, he doesn't want to come now. So, like, just chill. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you see, again, that's where the communication comes exactly, in. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like because uh, we need to stop making foreplay before. I mean, that's what the term came from, mm-hmm. before play. Mm-hmm. But then it should be the main session. Do it. You don't always have to penetrate. Sometimes you just do blowjob, kind of lingers, like do every other thing. And when you're tired, you've had a good time. It's even sleep. okay to even like pause the penetrative sex, get back to foreplay, yes. yeah. get back to that's the penetrative Mix and match. That's what I'm saying. It should be the main session. Let's make it the main session. So that's like, when you think of it that way, yeah, you when you start when, looking at it that way, yes. it makes more sense. When that's you start one of my training, um, my training offerings, that, well, not offerings, but like one of the things that I advise people who um, have premature ejaculation, I to always lots advise of- lots and lots of foreplay without penetrative sex. It's very... For many, many sessions until you get to the point where you are also able to hold your yourself mm-hmm. and that's it's like a psychological training it of, helps you get control yes, over your 100%. So guys, make foreplay the main thing. Let it be the real deal. You can pause and do pen- you don't even pause when you are doing penetrative sex. Still continue with the foreplay. Foreplay can mean anything to lots of people. Mm-hmm. It can be rubbing her butt if that's what works for it. It's basically about focusing on what's feels good to your partner so it could be um rubbing her clit during um whilst you're inside here it could be sucking her nipples it could be kissing her back it could be pulling her hair it could be choking anything that feels good to her do it during penetrative sex after penetrative sex or you can even pause penetrative sex to do mm-hmm. for to continue foreplay or after penetrative sex you do foreplay it, it makes it's it's even it's more like attacking. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Another thing sure. that's important to remember is that foreplay is not only physical. You can also it can also be psychological. It can be you can start your foreplay whilst you're at work and you that start is, sexting. That is and true. You're getting people excited for oh, are we going exactly. for dinner? What's happening after dinner? And I think people need to understand that there's a lot of work that you can put into or that you should be putting into before you even penetrate. Yes, and it doesn't have to be physical. It builds anticipation. Mm-hmm. I mean, so for some people, they want to cook together. Mm. Yeah, they want to cook together, or you cook for me when you feed me. Maybe that's what like that's my love language. That's your love language. Yes. <laughs> So, like it's it's different for so many people. Some people want to watch you undress. Mm-hmm. 
It could be anything. So Dancing, you just saying yes, like, all that. Just need to figure out what feels good to your partner. What makes them like sexually excited and do more of that. That's it's all part of foreplay. And that's what just... makes sex exciting. Exactly. Finding out, exploring, trying new things, figuring out what makes this person tick, and then being able to provide and vice yeah. versa. It's it's very important. So guys, stop making penetrative sex the real deal. If you're a woman and you hardly come from um, penetrative sex, make clitoral stimulation always a part of um, penetrative sex. You can rub your clit during um, when your partner is inside you. Don't feel guilty about it. There's some women who feel bad about um, rubbing their clit during penetrative sex. It's a thing. I think a, a friend has told me that. She she was like, she doesn't know if a man will feel like yeah, he's not he's doing enough. enough. So then she must put her, his hand there. She can, yes, because this is you. You know what but works I for you. I wonder how men do not even notice. Like when you're honestly, in the middle of the sex, honestly. and then she starts to rub, her vagina suddenly feels different. Yes. Like you can't tell. So you, it's like it's, it's, it's softer, it's moister, it's, it's, it's her muscles fine. are contracting. It's fine, it's fine because you can even use a vibrator. For some women, they need vibrations mm. to have an orgasm. Mm. It's fine if that's what works because we are different. I mean, you don't have to be the type that comes or what's the name from penetrative sex. We have different bodies. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if that's what works for you, make you, uh, what's the name? Use vibrators during sex. Don't feel guilty about yeah. it. That works for you. Be selfish. That's one thing. Be selfish during sex. Be selfish about your uh, your sensations. Focus on the sensations you are getting. I don't think you should be selfish. I think it's, it's it goes. It, listen, I think it goes. It goes, it goes both ways. Let me lie. It goes both okay. ways. Be selfish about uh, what's the name? Getting pleasure mm-hmm. and be selfless enough to give pleasure. It goes both ways. Okay. So lots of men just only balance. Yeah, that was going to be a problem. Because lots of women don't focus on their sensations. They are focusing on the man. When will he come? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you if you are selfish enough, it's like, nah, what what makes me feel good? What can I do to feel good? Forget about him. Forget about how um your assumptions or your thoughts about how you feel about it, whether he will leave you after nah. In that moment, your pleasure is what matters. Focus on what feels good, how to intensify that pleasure. Just do that. And then you you should be able to help your partner get pleasure too. You should let them. Uh, you can you can tell them what to do to intensify your pleasure. So it goes both ways. Be selfish, please. Lots of women should be selfish. It's tricky though. It's, it's I, also I about it. compromise because, like, I dated this guy. I love quickies. I okay. love very short, almost six seven minute sessions, and then we're done. Very intense. Um, and he likes like thirty to forty five minutes of strokes, and I'm like. Dog, I've already been thinking about my to-do list by the time you get to the 12th minute. Like, is that 45 I'm, minutes of just yeah, penetration? Of just, I mean, like, you know, lots of women intertwine. actually don't like that. I'm, I, just, I don't get it. In my mind, it's just like, there's obviously when I get to minute 30, you've been doing different kinds of strokes and different mm-hmm. positions, but like, I'm bored. I'm definitely bored by that point. So, and he said to me, nah, you're just not unlocked enough. And I was like, nah, his um, perception about him. What do you mean? And because I was so stressed that he was going to leave me, I eventually just ended up having 45 minute sessions. And because she having to remind to myself, leave. oh yes, moan. Oh yeah, arch your back. Like I knew what when like what my body does when I'm actually enjoying it and I trained myself to do it. So you were faking it throughout the, the whole time. Look at that. Stress. I mean <laughs> all because I was not unlocked enough. And it's it's crazy. You tell people you're not unlocked enough and then you think maybe actually you start to internalize people's different views mm-hmm. of you and you start to think, oh maybe I'm not. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should maybe I should experiment more. Maybe I should let it go longer. But you know what you like. Yeah, and stick exactly. to that. Stick Don't to let that. anybody that's tell why you. I said you should be selfish. <laughs> but then be selfless because you're both you're with somebody. I mean, they need to get pleasure to you. I know the only one getting pleasure. But then the first thing is make sure you're getting pleasure from me. So I make guess my sure. compromise was 45 minutes. <laughs> no, actually. So about the communication bits, people have a habit of like trying to make you feel bad for not wanting the things that they want. Mm-hmm. That's not the right way to communicate. Like her man was telling her she's not unlocked enough. It could, she's a mentally strong woman. Maybe that's how she was. She wasn't able to like feel a type of mm-hmm. way. But there are women who would straight up go through like 
a proper bad time because of like something like that being said to them, mm-hmm. especially in the middle of sex. So if you're going to talk to your partner about what you like and what you do not like, it's it has to be in a in a more sensitive. I'm trying to help you to help mm. me. Yes, mm. exactly. more than um the you don't know this and so putting like, you down. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to make you feel bad. Yeah. I'm trying to make you feel like you're not good enough. You don't know how to do it right. A lot of people do that. I think I have this experience where um I told you about it. I the first time I creamed during sex, mm-hmm. the man made me feel like I had something. Yeah. A yeast infection. Yeah. Because yeah. it was just like, we're in the middle of it and then it happened. And then he's like, oh, there's something happening. I'm like, what's happening? He's like, there's something whitish or creamish that's looking like that's and I'm like, um, I have never experienced it. That was, I was still new to sex. And I was like, I've never experienced it. It's like, okay, then we have to stop. So we actually ended the session. I went to take a shower and I went back home. But on my way home, I was so confused. I went to the nearest pharmacy and then I had a test done. And then the guy was like, there's nothing wrong with me. I couldn't understand it. So I think I spoke to somebody else. And then the person was like, oh, it's normal. It actually happens I- when you're like... I got I've gotten a similar experience. Cycle. I was screaming and the guy was like, There's something white coming in And I said, Please. It's normal. I'm having a so good time. So you see, you were you knew about it. <laughs> you knew about it time. then. I didn't. I was so scared. Like I proper panicked. The whole ride home. I was just like, actually, like what could be wrong? What's going it. on? Because like I'm new to this whole thing. I and... think my first time squirting, I didn't know anything about squirting then. So his reaction actually made me feel good because he was like you were a squirter. You was happy. <laughs> so like, I was like, okay, this is a good thing. Because, I mean, because I think there was a time that I um, I squirted. And then, even though I knew about it, I felt like, nah, did I pee? Yeah. Because there was a lot of water. I felt bad a little because I, I slept off, woke up like the bed, the whole bed was wet. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's squirting. I mean, I get how some women want to hold back so because, be kind yeah. to your partners in your yeah. communication yes. be kind because people seem to take some things to mm-hmm. heart and can go a long way it's psychological you're gonna mess up my psyche about myself and my self-esteem mm-hmm. just from one thing that you're saying so yeah be kind one thing that we can do non-verbal safe words we've mentioned on the podcast before mm-hmm. if you um speaking up is an issue it's important for couples to have a conversation where it's like when you are not enjoying sex, it's uncomfortable. You tug. You can. It, yeah. it could be any sign. Yeah. Remember the gentleman can, said, yes. "When you tug his hair twice, he knows he's doing something wrong." Yes. And he adjusts. So you have the conversation. Which one will work for you? Is he a tap? Should I hit you? <laughs> Should I pinch you I to like draw it. attention to the fact that I'm not having? I think lately one thing I say is, "Hey, you say hey when you're not." <laughs> it just comes out like once i start getting that like hey then you know that okay mm-mm. not for me i just say i'm like okay you know can yeah slow down slow down then but then I, the non-verbal one is great for you if speaking up if during speaking sex yes yeah. so he will have the conversation before sex if you mm-hmm. want him to slow down you can have a different sign for that if you want him to stop so that you talk about it and switch to something else you have a different sign for that Anyway, so guys, another thing I wanted to say it was some women, some men, distractions affect, um, it stops mm-hmm, them mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, enjoying mm-hmm, sex fully. Mm-hmm. It's like living close to a church and I come <laughs> over to yours and then there's a church service going on and you don't mind having sex during that. And maybe already growing up, my religious beliefs, everything needs to piss me off. So like, and I hear that that could stop me from enjoying sex if I'm that kind of person mm-hmm. or I'll be dry throughout. So if um, you, you just need to communicate and say, nah, I can't stand this. So we just have to find a neutral place where there's no church service going on. For some people, it's their phone. Or can you music up, like turn up the music so it's... Some people get turned on by things like that. Yes, so like, like being if, naughty and having sex whilst the church service is going <laughs> on. Like, <laughs> see, I was once in an Uber with a guy. Um, we met and then we, we were just trying to. I think we went to the cinema to go and have sex. We we're just men and we're like, have we had? We both hadn't had cinema sex. And we're like, oh, this is a perfect time Whoa. to do it because it was around afternoon. It was a weekday. And we were just like, let's just go to Seoul. <laughs> so we uh, we sat in an Uber and the guy was playing the gospel song. And I was like, naturally. <laughs> I'm not comfortable because I was I was hold, I was touching him. And then he said, Alexa, he, said the <laughs> <mood."> <laughs> he 
<laughs> he said he didn't mind and I said, nah, driver, please. I'm sorry, can you turn it off or change the station? And he was like, nah, he wouldn't have minded. Because like, I mean, we are going to have sex. Like, we're just on our way to the cinema to go and have sex. And I said, like, oh, you have a conscience. Oh, as if as if God isn't there whilst you're getting your strokes. I mean, like, it bothers me. It bothers me. Like, it could be anything for anybody. Because some people, it could be car moving, uh, like a truck. That could distract them. Mm-hmm. Maybe like you're already having a good time. You're almost mm-hmm. close to your orgasm, and then you hear the big chat. Maybe you've had a bad experience in the mm-hmm. past. That could be a trigger for it. So whatever it is, whatever distracts you, at least have the conversation so that it's laid out. If you don't like, you won't know. know. In this scenario you're mentioning, there's one that's actually funny. So I like banter, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. then sometimes you can be with somebody that's like great at it, but then. Just sometimes the jokes just don't land. Okay. It's yep. just like, <laughs> I'm drinking. Yep. yep. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> don't do it. Like, I don't want to do this with you. Because he just said something wrong, like one wrong sentence. And, and that everything was it. Is just yeah, like, yeah, 100%. I'm mentally stimulated. And then that's when, if you can mentally stimulate me, I turned on to the max. So I generally like to think I'm smarter than most men. And, <laughs> and when a man kind of like, outsmarts me it turns me on because i'm just like oh okay i see you (laughs) i think it's a thing because i can't see i like men that i can go to for information so if i'm dating somebody he has to be really smart that when i need like to talk to somebody we can have a conversation Mm -hmm. yeah so for me like intelligence is very like it's Key. it's very important like you should be somebody who has your shit like together <laughs> your, your work you know you're very busy like so that you'll be a motivation for me yes i 100%. shouldn't be motivated i should motivate you oh, oh. yeah but then i should be the one doing the motivation all the time 100 i don't want to do that, that all the time but i kind of that also kind of turns me on like when i have sex with younger guys when they're just like dying over me and they're oh. in awe and i'm like oh cute little boy i love that shit i love that you not, oh my, i've never been with an older <laughs> younger guy because i was like not your small boy <laughs> i remember back in school yeah was, small like, boys are in, obedient when i was in 400 there was a guy who was in 300 who was moving to me and i was like charlie i can't whatever Nah, I couldn't. Mm. I really couldn't because Open of that. Your mind. I just feel like he was younger. And then I have younger siblings. I just feel like, nah, you're my kids are just the age mate, Charlie. Nah, I don't want that. If men ever looked at women the same way. Nah, I think anyway, if I'm to like try to see other people and I meet a, a, a younger person then he is like smart enough and attractive mm. enough, I won't mind. I hope I, I need a virgin I think with too. what Lindy said, a lot of women like that. They like that younger person mm-hmm. that's going to treat them like, you know, these young, they tend to like be obsessed yeah. with an older person. Yeah. Oh, she's open-minded. Yeah. Oh, she's old. She knows all these things. Like, like she's, she's hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> they like those things. And such things turn some women on. Okay. I think also I look, I look a lot younger than I am. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I attract a lot of younger people because they think we're the same age. And I'm just like, oh, do I have the energy to like only be with guys my age or older? Sometimes they also have different ways of doing things. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. you're so stuck up. You're so this, you're so that. So younger guys can be fun. Okay. Yeah. I should, I'll give them a chance. <laughs> right now I'm not looking. So <laughs> when I'm looking, for yeah, future. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's another thing I wanted to say, you know, some people, um, gender roles, like a man needs to be in charge and the mm-hmm. woman be the savvy, be the passive ones. So um, it happens that for some men, they can't stand for the women to be in charge during sex because mm-hmm. they are used to being the the the, the, the dominant cheater. Because mm-hmm. I had an experience where the guy said, like, we were having sex and he takes long to come. And then I wanted to get and talk. I go and talk. And then he was like, nah, he can't. He can't stand for you to be the one in charge. He just carried me and put me on the bed like this. And just came on top again. Because he's like more of a dom. Like he feels like you need to just receive. Don't don't take charge. Don't be in control. Mm. So if you if such a person meets um a woman or a man who is like the initiator who likes to be in control, so it's like a mismatch. 
that happens in relationships. It happens with gay women too, because if both mm, women are the initiators, yes. Yeah. So it's like, nah, it feels odd. You're the other one always coming on to me. That can actually affect your sessions if you don't talk about it and find a way to go about like making it work for both of you. You know, it's interesting how I was in a relationship for a period where I was always the one that was you know, initiating the whole mm-hmm. thing. And then I actually craved, like, I wanted him to, like, Watch do it you. for a change. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, actually, when I started, we actually have great sex, like, great sex. But then he just won't come around asking for sex. Charlie. He just, he just wouldn't. <laughs> but you know, that can be fixed through role play. Yeah, okay. So I used to always, like, oh, God, would there ever be a day where this boy actually just wants to do it? Mm. And it's not me wanting to do it. And I'm I sure mean, he if I want it, he wants it too. But come oh, on, make the effort. I'm mm. feeling for an ex of mine back in school. He always said, no, you never ask for sex. Why don't you have sex? <laughs> <laughs> Those times, my reason was, I worked, I told him that, you know, when I'm horny, I masturbate and I get my orgasm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't cool. But I just felt like it was a good reason. Well, it was a good reason. I wasn't enjoying the sex with him. So I didn't have a reason to call him for it. Right. Do you get it? So anytime I would get horny, I just do it on my own and have a good time. And that was Do you it. not think sex is a, a breaking deal for a relationship? Explain I did not get that. it. I don't get it. Like, if you are not physically attracted or if you don't enjoy having sex with this person, how do you continue to be in a relationship with them? <laughs> That's why we have sex before relationships. Wow. 100%. Wow. 100%. Imagine. You, you need to test. You need to, that is a big factor. I remember my current partner, I remember when we met, we were just doing casual sex. So he was like, is the sex good? And I was like, see, if the sex wasn't good, I wouldn't have come back the second time. Mm-hmm. That was what I told him. Because it's important for me. For some people, they wait. When you wait and then you realize that the sex, then you work with um, a sex coach, a counselor to help you like mm. find a way around it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, but I think mean, that's why there's a lot of cheating as well. Yeah. That because is an issue. Because you, you tick every other box except the sex box <laughs> and like, it's okay. I can just go get it from someone else and it, it really shouldn't work like that. It shouldn't. I mean, you can find a way to make it work for both of you. Mm-hmm. And if there are some things that you can't get from each other, both of you can decide that, okay, maybe we can open things up a little. But that depends on you and your what mm. works for you. So which hardly would ever work. Remember that episode we yeah. had. Anyway, what so, openness? Mm-hmm. I'm polyamorous. So. I am too. I am too. So, so it's, it's anyway. So I think we've we've said a lot about this. There's a lot more to be said. We go into way in our other episodes when we were talking about something else. It always comes up. So guys, I hope you've learned something. Um, we're going to move on to the third segment, a day and a sex tip. I have a day for you guys, for you to both of you. Okay. But before that, this segment is brought to you by Best Vibe. Best Vibe is a sex um, shop. They an online sex shop. They sell sex toys, anything, pleasure products. They are not based in Ghana. So wherever you are in the world, you can place an order. When you visit their website, www.bestvibe.com. You can find the website in the show notes of this episode. So if you don't have a sex store or you're trying to get into like using sex toys with your partner, you can hop on there. If you need guidance as to like which sex toy to get, mm-hmm. you can come to me. I, I have a few tips for you. I love sex toys. So yeah, just, you can come to me. All right, so my dare for this episode is um, I want you guys to do a no-hands session. Have sex, but don't involve your hands. Don't. Please, you are doing it. Lindy, you are doing it. Araba, you are doing it. You, you are doing it. (laughs) Just do it. Without without your hands. You can sit on his face. Don't do anything that doesn't involve your hands you can kiss without your hands i mean it's not it's not too far-fetched madam please it's workable whatever you do as long as i can use my mouth yes <laughs> yes so don't use your hands your fingers they're out you can use your feet they are you can use that for hand jobs like a, a foot job mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes 
use a lubricant so just use don't use your hands have a great time and let me know how it goes you guys can laugh you might end up laughing a lot throughout but then that makes it fun it's just something different you are doing mm -hmm. if your sex life is monotonous or you've been looking for something new to try i'll let you know an hour after this that was quick yeah i like that okay What's okay so sex tip of the day um so we mentioned aftercare earlier and mm -hmm. that's what our sex tip for today is a lot of people have sex and the next thing everybody just rolls over to the next one gets stressed one wants to leave the room immediately it's casual sex i don't see you again i just wanted a sex <laughs> from you <laughs> i mean i get it you know some men on. suck it, 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 it depends if you do not like want you, it they make it look like they're sucking you oh yeah <laughs> it's like i'm done yeah they do that rude so basically aftercare should be practiced in most sexual encounters it makes the women feel oh yeah okay so aftercare is a period of like cuddling pampering being taken care of right after the sexual activity so it can include giving your partner a bath cuddling your partner maybe talking about it just laying up in bed naked talking about it all of them related things yeah, that you it do could be after sex too like anything it could be that too yeah. basically anything that you do after sex to make your partner feel okay to calm down after to relax yes after penetrative sex so get involved with that do that a lot i mean it makes people feel relaxed it's great for bonding it prevents fear especially if you are into the kinky type of sex i mean after that you need to reassure the person and make them feel safe again so get into aftercare and yeah. if you do not know much about aftercare ami has a blog post on it on yeah. com. find it read about it and practice what's your favorite aftercare thing cuddling cuddling totally i love for me cuddling is not an aftercare it's like a general thing for i me, just want to be held i love Hold to on shower to together kiss my face oh yeah that too that's mine like i like to shower together and also one of the things i've come to like is getting wiped up oh yeah Okay. I don't know. It's just the service for me. Okay. Yeah, I think it yeah. feels some way. You're, being, it's you're taking good. care of what, what do you like to do? You know, just listening to you guys has made me realize that maybe I'm the man. <laughs> I'm up <laughs> in that bathroom, wiping myself, getting in the shower. I just, yeah. I mean, the cuddles can come afterwards, but like if we're sweaty and wet and there's just a lot of juices and stuff, mm -hmm. I just feel, ugh. Yeah, so that's so, why for me showering. Yeah, yeah but I don't, I, but I don't like to shower with the person. So oh, I like right. to do everything that's by fair. myself. So that's oh, okay. why I feel like I'm a bit like, Oh. <laughs> but like I love male. people who don't like those things like after sex like after I come don't touch me again like we're done oh, yeah, like, yeah 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 that's yeah, yeah, a yeah. thing too keep your Just distance mm -hmm. know yourself nice some people even would want you to cook for them make them something to eat eh, relax we just had nah. sex nobody's cooking for anybody <laughs> somebody you know I, when I wrote the aftercare post there's somebody who said that after sex one time his partner asked him to sing for her Wow. Yes. So it could be anything. Anything that could sing. Look. Whoa. It could be anything that makes them feel appreciated. Like yeah. you're willing to do that for me. They love that. They well, love yeah. Anything. I think I that's it. why it's also important to know people's love languages and love them yes. according to their yes, love language exactly. and not yours. But yeah, if it's casual sex, they we're done with this episode <laughs> ladies oh, thank no, you so much sex doesn't mean don't be nice guys yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. 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 how people should it be mean to people you're having casual <laughs> sex with because me my casual sex experiences are actually very intense really the one time ones like because i remember one the guy was like Nah, that was very, very intense. Because, like, we do everything. The cuddling, the kissing. For me, I like kissing a lot. So, do all the things. Mm. I want to be kissed. I want, like, it's a full package. Even if it's I just do. once, I want it to have a good time. So, I get it. Kissing is too intimate for me. The yeah. things people do with their mouths. I'm just like <laughs> can't be kissing anyone. It's like sucking any dick. Like you can't be doing it, that. For that guy, I mean, before we even had sex, the guy went and got tested and brought me like the full results. Yes, and all of that. That's so fair. it was like a, so it made me feel very secure in yeah, like getting the full package with him. Yeah. Love that. Stay safe, guys. Lindy, thank you so much for coming. I think thank I'll you. put her 
OnlyFans. What should I? <laughs> I don't know. But then no, she's on it's, OnlyFans. It's really easy. Everywhere on social media, it's Lindy underscore R. So okay. even OnlyFans, Lindy underscore R. You guys should see her content because she's hot. Very. <laughs> Thank anyway, you. Bye bye. <laughs> this has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. Yeah, man, I'm a local. 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 I'm